Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Well, uh, the Warriors... Uh, they are in action tonight against the Tigers uh, in Campbelltown. Kickoff is at 8 o'clock. Uh, both teams searching for their first win uh, in the 2022 NRL season. Uh, they've played two games. They've they've lost two games. The Warriors have come close in both of theirs two. Uh, uh, both of there too. Um, the Tigers uh, not so much. But we are very lucky to have uh, Warriors assistant coach Justin Morgan on the line now. Uh, welcome into the show, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Mate, I'm not sure if you uh, caught the game last night, but uh, it looked like a bit of a monsoon between the Dragons and the Sharks. What's the weather like in Campbelltown at the moment? Yeah, it's not too bad at the moment. It's actually clear skies, but it has been forecast for pouring rain. But um, hopefully we're going to get a a drier evening than what we saw uh, (laughs) last night. But uh, not raining at the moment, which is a good sign, but uh, you never know, could uh, could come in a little yeah, it was um, it was absolutely pointed out, and and it looked quite tough to play in. Is it if we get similar conditions tonight? How much of the of your game plan sort of changes given you're playing in wet conditions? Yeah, <clears throat> there's some slight adjustments that you that you make. You know, you you must want to change angles a little bit more. If you're going to you know pass at the line, maybe one or two meters earlier because you don't want to have that kind of pressure. But we don't change a great deal. You know, that's how we prepped during the week, and we feel as though that you know that's the game plan that that we that we're going into the game with regardless of the weather we want to try and execute it the best we can what happens when it when it rains is that the kicking game becomes so important because mm-hmm. obviously you win territory so much easier with a kicking game and i thought that was one part of our game last week and that was a big improvement from round one against the dragons so um we'll, we'll need to kick well against the tigers regardless of uh, regardless of whether it rains or not you're coming up against a, a side in the Tigers that have um, that have struggled to start the season, particularly last week, um, going down heavily. But we know that a team uh, that's hurting is it tends to be a, a dangerous team. What, uh, what what do the Warriors boys have to be weary of tonight? Where are the Tigers' strengths? Do you reckon? Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think the fact that uh, they've been absolutely copying it over here from the media. Um, you know, there's there's talk about the coach and there's talk about the culture and. A couple of players last weekend were out, you know, um, the night before the game. Not that they were doing anything wrong, but, you know, it's any, when, in, when you're not winning games, the spotlight comes on pretty hard for them. So we're aware that they're going to come out and uh, no doubt they'll want, they'll want to start the game well. Um, we know that they've got some really good dummy half runners. Or, you know, Gildard, the, the English uh, centre, a really good dummy half runner. I know they've lost a couple of players in, in Hastings is missing. Um, there's also a, a, a little a little rumour going around that there's a couple of other guys that are struggling with uh, with injury. So, um, really, our focus this week has been on what we can improve and what we can control. And I know that sort of you know is a little bit of a cliche, but 
realistically, we have been you know close the last couple of weeks, and we feel we're not too far away. So um, we have spent a little bit of time around you know their ruck, which is a really really important part for them. Um, you know Jacob Little at dummy half again, very good out of acting half, got really good deception. So that part of the the, the game will will need a strong focus for us, but. Um, a lot of our talk this week has been about making sure we can, um, you know, we can control the things that we can control, and that's what we do and how we play. So, how we finish our sets, how we kick, um, what sort of plays we put on, because we don't feel in the first two weeks of the competition we've made any team work hard. You know, we've given them really easy meters via penalties and back-to-back errors. We had big clumps of errors and and penalties last weekend, and that just made the game easy for the Titans. So. Um, that, that's been a real focus for us. We need to make the game harder for the opposition and make them earn whatever they get from us. There's, um, there's been a little bit of focus on, on the halves, which obviously are changing for the third time in three weeks. Not much you can really do with, with some of the injuries and that sort of thing. But just from your point of view, Justin, what, what do we need from our six and seven? What would you like to see from whichever two are playing in that position for the Warriors? Yeah, I've mentioned a couple of times already, kicking's important. Um, but you know, from an offensive point of view, just to make sure that we've got really good balance with our attack on both sides of the ruck. Um, you know, obviously, traditionally, one of them looks after the left, one looks after the, the right. But, you know, the way the game's been evolving the past 12, 18 months is that you're seeing a lot of halves together again. Um, they're playing on the same side of the field. So mm. they need to make sure that that, that communication's good and that we're ready to go on both sides of the ruck. So whether that be a you know, wide short side that one of them could look after and he might take the fullback with him down that short side or... He might flip himself around to the other side to give the extra number and, and push the other halfback a little bit wider. So, like like all halfbacks, we'll need some really good direction in our offense. Um, so, that's what we've been we've been asking for from them during the week. Um, they need to coordinate with our middle guys a little bit better. We know that's much of the strength of our teams, our big guys through the middle. So, um, if we can get those guys to coordinate with those guys a little bit better, I'm sure that will uh, cause the Tigers' defense a little bit of stress. Uh, Josh Curran uh, a lot has been made about this guy over the last uh, few weeks some phenomenal performances to, to kick off 2022 he just sort of embodies I think how all of us want you know the Warriors to play and I know there's even a little bit of chat about an origin call up what's um, what's he like off the field Justin and in training is he is he sort of a quiet worker he's a bit of a cheeky bugger that's how he comes across to me but what's he like off the field yeah, he's pretty quiet, and you know, I think we haven't seen the best of him yet. You know, to be really honest, we've been really happy the way Josh has started the season, but we feel as though that he's still got lots of improvement. Um, most probably, the start of preseason last year, or, you know, was the first time um, that we saw him really knuckle down. Um, he's always been a very gifted player, but he really knuckled down in the physical prep, and uh, that's allowed him to put in a good performances at the, the front half of the season. So we know how hard it is to play through the middle of the field. But And you've seen that new trend where you're seeing a lot of you know teams have their ball movement go through their number 13. And he's got a really good, really good touch with his hands. Um, but off the field, yeah, he's just a hard worker. You know, he's got the crazy mullet haircut. <laughs> he's a fairly, uh, you know, he's a fairly laid back kind of character. Um, he's a very gifted, a gifted footballer. You know, he's one of those guys, you know, and we've all seen them that just can pick balls up off their off their bootlaces if they get thrown there. They can, you know, do all those, you know, those things that you go, wow, how did, how did, how did that happen? So he's, he's very gifted in that regard. He's a very humble young man. Um, I think the first few years of his career, you know, he, he maybe struggled with a little bit of self-belief and a little bit of confidence. Um, so I know as coaches over the last couple of years, we've really tried to, to build that up in him over the, the last little while. But um, 
Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a really nice, humble kid. Works really hard on his game. He's a nice student of the game. He um, he understands the game, you know, on a technical level um, at a very high level for a guy that's you know, still at the front half of his career. So, um, yeah, I, I still think we're going to see more from Josh, and uh, hopefully. Starting tonight, he can uh, he can lay some points on for us. Mm, that's uh, that's exciting to hear, uh, mate. The, the rule changes for twenty twenty two. How are you guys finding the adjustment to that six again rule? You know, and the game sort of I guess slowing down somewhat compared to twenty twenty two. Yeah, I, I think it's a good change. I mean, I, I was I was a person last year that was quite vocal about the six again in your own end. I, I just didn't think the NRL um, understood the importance of of territory and how important that is and. I think now getting the penalty in your own end when you're coming out of yardage, um, you know, helps teams because it takes a lot less energy to defend yardage than it does to defend good ball. So, you know, all of a sudden when you have to give away a six again um, and you have to give up 40, 50 metres now with a penalty, um, it just puts a lot more stress on your defence. So um, I really like it. I, I think it's a nice balance between the free-flowing nature of a six again call, but at the same time rewarding teams with some territory if they've been infringed, especially, you know, we saw teams last year infringing, you know, purposely mm. um, to, you know, to, you know, early in the tackle count. And it's so hard because you've only got six plays to generate some kind of ruck speed and generate some some kind of traction. And if you haven't got it by, you know, play two or three coming out of yardage, your mindset is thinking about getting to your kick. So you're not really playing the, the I suppose, the attractive brand of football that you would like to play. Um so I, I really like the, the rule change. I think the fact that you know that there's a, a changeover as well um, for, for the infringements and so forth. They've sort of tweaked that from from the last couple of years. Uh, makes the game nice and flowing, um, which is good. We've still seen lots of points in games, but at the same time, I, I think it's important to see some teams defend. You know, it's, it's all good and well to say let's see lots of points and lots of tries. That's great, but there's two facets of our game: one's defence and one's attack. So. It's always nice to see good defensive teams play as well. So I think we've got the nice balance at the moment. I think the NRL have done a good job in in uh, in, in re- readjusting that rule. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, we're talking with Justin Morgan, assistant coach for the Warriors here, head of their game against the Tigers this evening. Uh, just before we let you go, Justin, obviously great news on Wednesday um, that the Warriors are, are coming back to Mount Smart. I don't think there's any denying the fact that's going to be a monumental occasion um, for the club. What was the, the feeling amongst the team and the boys when that news got announced? Oh, mate, just you, you don't understand how excited everybody is about that. You, you, it's just, you know, it's always been a little bit of a pie in the sky. Oh, you know, we've got the big board up at work. We've got these games and the games that are circled that we're supposed to be playing at Mount Smart at the start of the year. We're playing this one at Mount Smart, this one, this one, this one. But I don't know if... It, it, we really believed it until the announcement this week. Um, and there's a real level of excitement. I can't wait to come home. I, ha- I haven't been home since March 2020. Mm-hmm. I've been here that whole time, living out of a suitcase. I've, I've accumulated a lot more, a lot more things <laughs> than what I came over with. So I'll need, I'll need Air New Zealand to look after me with the extra luggage. Yes. But uh, yeah, just, just really pumped about it. You know, not only from, from a, from our personal point of view, getting back home, but. Um, I can only imagine how hard it has been for all the fans and all the members and, and also all the staff and people that are close to the club um, back in Auckland haven't seen rugby league for so long. So we're pumped about it, mate. We, we really can't wait. Um, hopefully we're coming back and we're, we're sitting nicely somewhere in the top half of the table and and we can uh, we can have a real strong finish towards the back end of 22 um, at, at, our, at our home.
Mate, I can tell you right now, the the, uh, the outpouring of, of joy and excitement over here, it's um, it's it's clear, and, and that's going to be a sellout. I tell you now, that is going to be a sellout at Mount Smart. We just absolutely cannot wait to have live rugby league uh, rugby league back, mate. It's going to be awesome. Um, good luck this evening in Campbelltown, um, Justin. Hopefully, uh, if the weather does, doesn't play ball, you don't have to spend too much time down on the sideline, mate. Thanks heaps for joining us. <laughs> yeah, I'll pull rank and say, sorry, boys, I'm going upstairs this month, so, yeah. No worries. Great talking. Have a great day. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.